You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's third in line for president if both Biden and Kamala Harris have to get colonoscopies. <laughs> I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm Speaker of the House Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news that we want to talk to you about, including some talk about the uh, new Spider-Man trailer. Looks pretty great. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! I'm sorry for doing two butt-related uh, openings in a row. Oh, but. it's okay. You're good. You're good. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, things we've been checking out. Um, I will be honest. I have not been checking out a lot this week. Uh, it's been kind of a busy week at work. But uh, the one thing I have been checking out uh, has been the uh, update for Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing New Horizon. They had the update a few weeks ago. And I've been putting some some serious time into it. And... It's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I've poked at it a little. I haven't done anything too crazy, but it, it pulled me back into the game. So what more could you want? It added, I would say, 90% of everything that it needed to to make the game, to kind of refresh the game and give you more of a reason to go back in and play it on a daily or even at a weekly basis. And it puts it back on par with like wild world or whatever, yeah. or not wild world, new leaf, new leaf. Yeah. The only thing that I wish they would have done is they would have t- somehow tied the crafting bench to your home storage. So you don't have to go to get crafting materials out of your home storage, yeah. then walk over to your crafting bench and then try to guess at, you know, how much you're going to need. And then you met you mess up and you have to get more stuff out of your home storage. Yeah. That sort of thing. It's that's dumb. Even if it was only in your house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would make a reason to have a crafting bench in your house. Yeah. Yeah. But the um, everything else that adds uh, the the new explorable areas, the new uh, items that you get. Um, both the crafting items and just they had like nine thousand items or something. Oh, something something like that. They bumped up. They almost doubled the uh, amount of crafting uh, recipes that you can get in the game. It was at around. It was sitting around six fifty, and now it's like over almost fifteen hundred at this point. (laughs) I am so glad that they finally allowed you to put uh recipes you already knew into storage. Yes, that's a that's a big one. I like the addition of the cooking. I wish they'd just let you eat the DIY cards. Oh, you just, just crunch just get them rid down. Of them. Yeah. Just need that, yeah. that fiber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, the roost area with uh, the coffee shop with Brewster is a fun little thing. That you, they, you no longer have the mini game uh, that you would have like uh, in New Leaf. You would work in the coffee shop and you had to like play kind of a guessing game to guess what the villager that walks in what kind of coffee they want this one doesn't have that but it adds enough of kind of a neat little extra area that you can use but beyond that the really the big one is the paid for dlc the happy home paradise um vacation home designer and it basically turns this game into the sims (laughs) like the design part of the sims they revolutionized the room crafting so much. It is kind of unreal. Some of the stuff that that I've been able to make. You guys talk about it for a second. I'm going to show you a picture of one of the things that I made in there because it is <laughs> it's unreal. It's the one thing I haven't done was the paid DLC. I've, I've been you know doing the regular stuff. Oh, you're missing out now. This <laughs> the paid DLC does have it is kind of time locked a little bit. Some of the stuff like everything with Animal Crossing, you're playing for the next day. But uh, but oh. the vast majority of it is locked behind how many villagers you've made uh, vacation homes for. Like you get you do four or five and they give you an extra thing and then you do a couple more and then they do an extra thing. And then you can unlock facilities on your island so you can build a school, a restaurant, a cafe, 
Uh, I just built a hospital and they're like, and it's not just set dressing. It's not just like dollhouse set dressing, whatever. I mean, it's 90% that, but once they're built up, you put uh, people that are on vacation, the animals or whatever in like role, like the roles of like waiters and oh, stuff nice. like that. And you can go to them on a daily basis. And like the restaurant, you talk to the head chef and he will give you a random um, recipe that you don't have every day. That's mm. cool. <laughs> the hospital is the one I just put together earlier today. And apparently what you do, you actually have to sign in, then sit down in the waiting room area that they make you make <laughs> for like a minute. And then they call you back to the back and you explain what is hurting. And based on what you tell them, they will give you a, an article of clothing that is like a headband. I, today I told, I have had a little bit of a headache in real life, in real me. So I said, oh yeah, my head hurts a little bit and it's kind of a throbbing pain. So they gave me a head wrapping <laughs> and told me to put ice on it. <laughs> so it's it's like little stuff like that. And it's cool that you have the interactivity with something that you've also built from scratch. That's that is, really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I wonder if they'll they'll cure your bee stings for free. They might. They might. I like that you can clap for Cap'n when you're riding his little boat. If you push A, your your yeah, you can clap, clap right along with the songs. Okay, well here's here is my uh, cafe, the Milk Bar, and it I turned it into a uh, a, ho- a like a craft brewery type nice. situation. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and like oh man. And, and some of the villagers, so the villagers will give you prompts and a couple of items that they would like to see in their home. Uh, it's a lot like the 3DS uh, Happy Home Academy thing that they did a few years ago. Yeah, I never actually played that. I saw that and I'm like, no, that's all right. <laughs> I, I played that and I remember at the time thinking, boy, this would make more sense if it were part of the main game. Because at the <laughs> time it was a separate thing and just because, because it is part of the main game and you could take things that you have built from and like skills that you have learned, like adding soundscapes and adding partition walls and stuff like that from this DLC and put them on. They just start working on your main Island as well. So it unlocks it in both places. That's really cool as well. But yeah, some of the prompts are weird. Like, uh, I mean, some are good. Like one of them wanted to be a, a cartoonist, like wants to have a house that is fit for a, an art uh, cartoonist or something like that. So, so they like, gave you a bunch of like, like John from Garfield, like John. House. Yeah. Like John from Garfield, <laughs> but like they gave you a, a couple of bookshelves with like manga on it <laughs> and like uh, crumpled up pieces of paper that you can put on the floor and stuff like that. It was kind of neat. And, and then you get Lionel who I'm pretty sure everyone gets early on in the game because he unlocks all of the toilets. <laughs> he wanted a house filled toe to tip with toilets because <laughs> when his you gotta prompt, go you gotta his go his prompt was because you always want to be close by <laughs> fair enough i mean he's i mean yeah he's got a point but still but yeah that's pretty pretty much been um been what i've been doing the other thing i really kind of been checking out um i think i've talked about it on the show i may not have talked about it on the show have i said anything about the sh- the tv series forged in fire the, a little bit, yeah, I think. Yeah, so. uh, they Is that put the out blacksmithing show. That's the black, mm-hmm. blacksmithing show. Uh, they put out a second batch of episodes onto Netflix um, a few weeks ago, and I have been burning through those <laughs> so quickly. It is scratching the Great British Bake Off itch <laughs> it's in a, great a weird British way. Sword off, kind <laughs> of knife off. It kind of is. I mean, yeah, you. They're an isolated 42 minute episode, so you're not really, you know, you're not getting the same like the same people throughout an entire season. Uh, It's only it's four competitors and it gets whittled down to to one. But uh, it is the (laughs) I don't know. I guess maybe part of it is the uh, how formulaic it is like it has a definite formula that it's going to hit these certain beats every single time. And it is interesting. I've never never thought about blacksmithing i've never had an inkling to do that but after watching this show i kind of want to make a knife (laughs) it's kind of cool like damascus steel looks rad but it is a death sentence for certain people when they do it on the show because they only give them three hours to make a knife and the damascus steel is when you have the soft steel and the hard steel mixed together and it always cracks apart on them 
It always falls apart on him. Also, one of the judges, Doug Marqueda, he tests the knives and swords, the swords in the final round. That man is a crazy person. Does he go like cold steel? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the first test is usually either a ballistics dummy filled with jello or an actual pig carcass that he will take whatever prop replica, whatever real working sharp sword and will just go ham on it. So it's exactly like the Cold Steel video. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. He has taken he has taken uh, um, claymores that that a guy has built in his shed out back in rural Montana <laughs> and has cut a pig in half with it. I swear, Doug Marqueda is fifty percent knife, <laughs> and it's and it's fascinating because he the guy's like a martial artist, and he just naturally know he's he's done so many like armed martial arts like styles that he just naturally knows. I mean, I'm sure it's editing or whatever, but he knows how to grip every single one of these weird, <laughs> weird weapons. Like, how do you fight with a Zulu war axe? And yet. He was able to just destroy a ballistics dummy with a Zulu war axe. I've been seeing like little memes pop up in uh, one of my Lord of the Rings uh, groups mm -hmm. where like the the scene from the council where like Gimli is like, well, fine, I'll do it. And he tries to destroy the ring with an axe and shatters it. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody took the guy from uh, Forge and Fire. He's like, Gimli's son of Gloin, your axe is catastrophically it's had a fail. catastrophic failure we're gonna ask you to leave, leave the, the forge he says leave the council yes yep yep <laughs> but speaking of binging things on netflix yeah i did i have already watched all of the second season of tiger king oh you have yeah oh, i mean i forgot that was out the articles i've been seeing from it are not good i mean not i just wasn't like super actively watching it it was one of those like i've got it on while i'm doing homework and making dinner type mm -hmm. of situations but uh it definitely was more tiger king <laughs> oh okay D does it lead lead up like does it live up to the first season? No, not no. at all. Okay, <laughs> they did. They just don't have the content. There's oh. like just not a lot they can do because the dude's in jail. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I thought it was weird they were going to do a season two, and I'm like, how can they really talk more about this idiot? Are you going? Are they going to let the tigers into the jail? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they follow up on a lot of stuff, but it's still like we still don't know. We still don't know where Carol Baskin's husband is. There's people that are looking into it more now, but they don't have anything concrete. Well, it's um, kind of hard, you know, when he's like, you know, tiger droppings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. And they like they showed a lot of like small those crappy roadside zoos. They showed the, the government like shutting them down. Oh, and yeah. Taking the tight. A lot of the tigers that Joe Exotic had and. And they're all on a, uh, I guess, spoilers for the ending. They're on all on a good reserve now. So oh, there was that's a good, good. There's a happy ending tag, you know, tagged on there. Which that's that's first good. season that's did good. not have. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, one of the guys is absolutely absolute foul mouth maniac, <laughs> and watching him get mad about them coming for his tigers is hilarious. <laughs> He'll say the the most foul mouth crazy stuff at people because he doesn't want the government to come take his tigers away, even though he's mistreating them uh, and has them in small cages and all of. Uh, do I have to say allegedly on that one? Allegedly, well, I mean they already took them. They so. took them, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, wow. So how much of this series follows up with the? some of the main and supporting cast from last season. Like, do we see the, uh, the weird cult guy? Do we see the guy that would, that claimed to be the basis for, uh, uh, Scarface? Do we see any of those, those jokers? Uh, you see the jet ski guy a lot. Jet ski guy. Uh, the, uh, is that the cult guy? No, the cult guy. I don't think he was in it. Okay. A, a lot of like, as I started watching this, I'm like, I don't remember any of these bit players. <laughs> like it's been a year. I don't. I yeah. don't remember half these people. 
But he's the guy. He's the fat guy on the jet ski that people oh, make gifts yeah. of. Yes, jet ski guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see okay. that guy? All right. It's a lot of Jeff Lowe who seems who's the guy that that oh, got the zoo yeah. out from under Joe, mm-hmm. and he seems like he's gotten extra crazy. Okay, and has like a weird like thirty year younger wife. Uh, d- same or different. Oh, it might be the same. It seems okay. been a long time since I watched. Gotcha. It feels like ten years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he he seems extra crazy. Okay. Um, but overall, like I don't I don't think it's that necessary. Okay. Does this sh- um? This is the last question I have about this. Does it feel like any part of this is a little more put on because the, um the people that are being interviewed for it and being followed for it kind of know about the success of Tiger King one and saw the kind of recognition, whether it be positive or negative that Joe exotic got due to the first season. No, it still feels genuine. Okay. And that's what I was, the fact that it got so popular is part of the documentary. Like they're fully aware of that and, and kind of cover it. And they, they talk about the, the people who want to get him out of jail and are using that as a like a means to try and prop themselves up. Clearly, oh, sure. Uh, yeah. So I mean, they they're very well aware of the popularity of the show, but it's rolled into the documentary in such a way where it feels it feels genuine, mm-hmm. and it does like. This could have been the most cynical cash in and second that's, season. That's kind of what I thought it was going to be. That's why I kind of avoided it. To yeah, be honest that, with that, you, I was leery to start it because I figured it would be a cynical cash yeah. in. But it's a it's a legitimate documentary that follows up on a lot of things. It's just like there's not a lot of things to follow up on yet. Gotcha. Okay. So you're saying Tiger King season three? Yeah. The return of. Yeah, when he gets out of prison. <laughs> Re- return of the king. Return of the king. No. <laughs> But I mean, it's a good one to put on. Like I had it on in the background while you're doing other stuff. You look, oh, hey, it's that idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, it's that idiot. Hey, look, it's that idiot. (laughs) And you could be saying that about at least a dozen people on the show. You have no idea which one I'm talking about. Oh. (laughs) And I don't think they should have put him in prison for 20 years. That's a really long time. (laughs) He he did some bad stuff. That's true. But I mean... I take animal cruelty very seriously. Yeah, yeah I'm not. That's true. Yeah. But he didn't go to prison for an, animal cruelty. He went to prison for, well, alleged uh, pay for murder situation. I mean, conspiracy to commit murder is also yeah. a big offense. Yeah. Yeah. That's also not good. Josh, <laughs> what have you been checking out this week? <laughs> uh, putting you on the spot. Uh, Maybe right. 10 years. <laughs> Maybe 10 years, but not 20. Oh god, what have I been doing? Um, other than sleeping on my couch almost as soon as I get home from work, I know that feeling. Yeah, sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes a good couch nap is like the best nap. Sometimes you wake up with it with a screaming migraine. But oh sometimes yeah, a couch nap is the best. That was me the other night. Like oh yeah, like I I went to bed and I woke up with like such a horrible headache. It's like am I dehydrated? What is going on right now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I've been like waking up like super thirsty all the time too, but. Mm. Uh, let's see. Other than my terrible sleep habits, um, I restarted Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh, nice. Because I went, I'm like, you know what? I haven't touched this game in a minute. According to my save file, I haven't touched it since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, a few, just a minute, just a, yeah. yeah and I was like, long. oh man, I loved this game. I don't know why I stopped. And, uh, I sat there and I was like, I opened up one of my saves and I'm like, I don't remember how to do anything. Oh, yeah, I'd, oh, I'd have sure. to start all the way over, too. I, I probably don't remember any of the controls, even. <sighs> I got so close to 100%ing that that I would probably start a fresh save with, like, another profile just to kind of get myself warmed up and then jump back into my old save just because I spent so much time getting those those dang Korok seeds, guys. Oh, uh, <laughs> God, the Korok there, seeds. There's, like... 900 of them and yeah, i got and like 700 dumb. of them and it's dumb you get your final reward at like 540 or something no you get your final final reward <laughs> when you get all of them i meant the actual useful final reward yeah. not the, the here de- you go the developers don't want you to get all of them basically is what they're saying like don't worry about it yeah that's why the final final reward is literally a piece of poop. yeah it's a poop <laughs> but it but it makes Hetsu dance every time you have it. 
Stupid Hetsu. Uh, hey, that's Christina V. Yeah. Dog on it. At the, least in the one. Yeah. In the the Warriors game. Oh, yeah. Age of Calamity. Yeah. I want I want to play Age of Calamity. It's it's actually good. You know the um uh, the DLC for that has actually made the game pretty uh pretty entertaining. The I really like uh Robbie and um Pir- Pura. I as, like their characters in the original. Yeah, game. but uh, I like them as uh, the final fi- uh, fighter, the final character. Um, well, I guess they're technically not the final character. The f- there is a secret one that you have to make a split second decision on one of one of the new um, DLC chapters that is really difficult to do, and I haven't been able to do it. But you can unlock uh, Suga, the uh, giant. Oh, cool! The the giant. Um, Number two of the Yiga clan. The less, d- the not, he's the not dumb one, right? The not dumb one. The main one. guy's dumb and he's like, you sure you want to do that? And then the dumb guy's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> no, they actually show, uh, um, there's video of his, of Suga's background and why he is so devoted to uh, the resurrecting main, Ganon. No, no the not, Yiga the, clan. The Yiga clan and in particular the main, the main guy. Because he was like, it's it's all done in first person. It's like you could hear him as a kid, like starving and goes to the Yiga clan trying to steal a banana and they almost kill him. And a, a Master Koga basically says, hey, you, you look hungry here. Have some have some bananas. We'll we'll kill you later. It's basically a um, Princess Bride. Dread, Dread Pirate, 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 Dread Pirate, Pirate Ro- Robert situation where they constantly tell him here, you hang out today. We'll kill you tomorrow. <laughs> and eventually it just turns into hang, hang out every day, hung, hang out every day and became like number two of this master ninja clan. See, that's kind of, it kind of weirds me out because Koga and stuff shouldn't be alive a hundred years later. Master ninja. Uh, I mean, I with guess, magic. I mean, I guess, I, I mean, at least with like Impa, she's old by breath of the wild. Who's to say underneath the mask, uh, Koga isn't? Oh, true. I kind of forget they all wear masks. Mm-hmm. Stupid Yiga. Stupid, <laughs> stupid Ganon ninjas. The only thing that that I wouldn't like about starting it over is now the mystery is gone. Yeah. That that feeling when you first play it and you don't know how everything works and the world feels so Fresh. open and mm-hmm. amazing. And that's gone, and you can never experience it again. I mean, yeah. I've been gone for so long. I think I've forgotten more than I re- than I discovered. <laughs> oh, the first time playing that game, though, like you it don't was know, like it was really good. Yeah, it was mind blowing. Well, also mm-hmm. the fact that, like, even though we all started at the same time, everyone's game was a little different because we all went in different directions, and you know, everyone went to a different place in Hyrule first. <laughs> yeah, which one was the first? town of of the four main areas did you go to first i think zora's domain zora's okay i think i went to i think i went to uh gerudo really okay i went to the rito i went to the bird i went to bird person town i the rito was like the last one i did yeah it's the last one i did too i think it's technically the first one they want you to do is the bird person town i thought it was the the zora i think they they track you towards the zora i mean zora uh, zora's domain is closer to kakariko village yeah and the first uh like power up thing you get is a self heal Mm -hmm. mm-hmm I, w- I felt like the bird one was the easiest one, though. It kind of was, yeah. Yeah, that area is kind of light on stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I think I spent a lot of time just exploring. Like, it took me forever to actually get into the Divine Beast stuff. Yeah. Well, that too, yeah. The Gerudo one is the best one of all of them, also. Agreed. Just that whole area is better. It has so much going on. I mean, yeah. Yep. There's just a lot of fun little side stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole thing, like, catfishing a guy to get his boots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. get the like the sand walrus surfing is cool. That's a lot of fun. You got sandworms. You got the shahidin. <laughs> <laughs> the spice must flow. Mm-hmm. I mean, and plus a lot of the jokes in like uh, in Gerudo Village are just fun. Like when you go to like the romance academy or whatever, yeah. and you got that one. That one woman in the back, and like all her suggestions to get a to get a, a husband or whatever are really really bad. Sure, and the teacher's like, "No, that's kidnapping." <laughs> uh, 
when you played through the first time, did you unlock the how like Link's house in that ex that yeah. other village? Yep. Oh, that takes forever to it, do. Too. It takes forever and, and a lot of money too. A lot of money and um, there's a final thing. If you get all of the memories, it adds a framed portrait of the four champions with Link and Zelda in Aww. black and white above his bed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Aww. it's really really kind of neat. And I think there's lore that that is actually his house he had before. Yeah. Too. So you have to rebuy your, your own stuff, house. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's been a hundred years. People That's probably true. thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, technically he was kind of dead. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it is the shrine of resurrection. Well, yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. When we come back, we'll get into some news. Hello, I'm Ben Vaughn, the host of The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn. Heard every Saturday night at 8 p.m. here on WZMO 104.7 FM. We span many decades, many styles, and many moods on my show. So tune in to The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn every Saturday night at 8 p.m. See you then. This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m. right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. Hey, we're back from the break. Uh, had a couple of ads for various uh, shows on the network. But uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get into a little bit of this news. It's Morphin Time! It's Morphin Time. We're jumping right into it. Let's go. <laughs> Too bad we don't have any sort of Power Rangers related news. That would have been great, but you know what? It, there's no time. There's no time. <laughs> There's no time. Uh, yeah, so we're, first thing we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some uh, trailers, starting off with the Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man. Uh, sh- uh, yeah. Give me pictures of them. <laughs> we, we got pictures. Moving Mo- pictures yeah. of them. <laughs> so yeah, the... the <laughs> Give new- me talkies of Spider-Man. <laughs> talkies. <laughs> 23 Skadoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 1930s spider <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Spider-Man Noir kind of is? Kind of, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, the new trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Like the first, like, real full trailer we've gotten. Yes, and it actually tells, gives uh, a pretty good idea of what the plot of the movie is going to be. In fact, it actually gives away (laughs) almost too much of it. Yeah, a wee bit. Yeah. Um, it looks like Alfred Molina is going to have a much larger part in the film as Dr. Octopus than I originally int- thought was going to be. Yeah, like at one point in the trailer, he like slams Peter and he like pulls back the nano suit Spider-Man mask or whatever. He's like, you're not Peter Parker. But then like his tentacles like, I don't know if they copy the nano machine or they steal some of the nano machines because he starts getting these red bits all over his tentacles. Yeah. But yeah, they go kind of go into this whole thing where like when Peter interrupts Doctor Strange casting his little everybody forget who Peter, like Peter Parker is Spider-Man thing. Mm -hmm. They rip holes in reality. And they bring back not just villains from the various realities, but also back from the dead. Was that kind of what they were implying? Well, because Dr. Octopus basically he says in the trailer, these are all villains that that Spider-Man has killed. I thought, I thought Dr. Strange said that. Oh, Dr. Strange said that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Which is, yeah, that's too much information to drop in your trailer. Yeah. (laughs) That seems, well, here's the thing. Like, Dr. Strange, you know, can manipulate time and everything. And also, he could probably see into multiple universes. He can, because he does it in uh, Infinity War. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The different outcomes and stuff. So he, you know, probably has seen this and knows what's going to happen to these people, but I don't think the villains themselves know what's going to happen. See, I I actually think they are back from the dead because uh, Octopus seems like he has kind of more of an idea of what's going on than he did during his own film. And also, uh, Electro is visually different. different. 
What if he's Electro from a separate uh, Amazing Spider-Man a universe? Different but similar kind of situation? Eh, well, maybe. I mean, that whole scene with, like, Electro, like, that... I didn't realize there was a third villain in that image until I rewatched the trailer like another second or third time. But oh, like, Sandman? No. Yeah, because Sandman is there. Sandman's yeah. there. Yeah. Like when you see Electro arcing and stuff and you see the Sandman's face coming up from the bottom, you see Lizard. Oh, yeah. Lizard is there. Yeah, Lizard's there. There's also a separate goblin that they have. We don't know who it is. Be- well, we we do see... <laughs> It's Hobgoblin. I mean, it might be. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the thing. That's like, Ned. Ned. Yeah, Ned's character, like his is, name is the Hobgoblin. It's got Hobgoblin. Yeah. Oh, no. Is is Ned going to break bad? Or is he Ned from another universe? Uh, yeah, multiverse, multiversal true. Ned. But yeah, uh, was that Willem Dafoe like doing a, the voice? A short-lived animated show on <laughs> ABC Saturday morning. Multidimensional Ned. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you didn't answer my question. What do you think that was Willem Dafoe doing the voice of Green Goblin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I think they've said it is. Oh, they have. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's what that's Willem Dafoe. Mm. Yeah, I was about to say, or was it Willem Dafoe? <laughs> no, this is clearly a Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh, man. You know, as cheesy as the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies are. They're great. They are great. I mean, I mean, they're, they're yeah, things are allowed to be cheesy. Yeah, I, I wish they're more, I wish more things were. That's why the Venom movies are so great. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go up? Oh, that would be so great if if Tom Hardy showed up in this, even for a brief second as Venom. Yeah. The fact that Mobius makes a Venom reference. Oh <sighs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, there was a trailer for for uh, Morbius. Yeah. I mean, oh, as well. okay. I was like, wait, Mobius, like from. Like from the TVA? <laughs> Do you mean like Moby? Like Moby. <laughs> no one cares, Moby. <laughs> <laughs> like Moby, Mobius M. Mobius? Moby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Mobius the Living Vampire with Jared Leto. Mor- Morbius. 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 That's a dumb name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a dumb character. Yeah. I, even from the comics, I've never cared about his character. The only time I liked him was on Spider-Man the Animated Series because they couldn't use actual vampirism because it was breaking uh, Saturday morning cartoon rules. Like, rules. rules. <laughs> so that's why he, he had suckers on his hands and he would constantly walk around saying, I need your plasma. <laughs> I can't while say doing bl- While I doing like little <laughs> crabby hands. <laughs> I can't say blood, but they will let me say Plasma. <laughs> We don't know if I'm talking about the energy or the blood platelets. <laughs> <laughs> With my grabby hands and sucker fingers. You know, <laughs> thinking back to the character design. He's like a wacky wall walker. <laughs> he like. is, yeah. He's, he's like a Garfield that you would stick in your, in your car window. <laughs> Morbius on board. <laughs> Vampire on board. Oh. Living vampire, yeah. on board. living vampire on board. You know his like in the comics and stuff. His character design looks so much like Mister Sinister. Yeah, and I hate it. I, I, Why does it work for Mister Sinister but not for uh, um, Michael Morbius? Michael Morbius. His name is Michael Morbius. <laughs> that's bad. Oh, what's something else from the Spider-Man trailer when Doc Ock says his actual name and they're laughing at him and like, no, no, your actual name. See, that's. That's but a little too like that's the too on the nose. Yeah, is... That's too on the nose. Also, Spider Man's name is Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, comic characters have really bad alliteration in their names. Yeah, that joke landed, was a little too like making fun of the source material for yeah, my face. Yeah, I don't, ca- I didn't care for that one. I don't know it's kind of like going back to like the the uh, when Spider Man meets Doctor Strange. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah. Doctor Strange. He goes, oh, we're using our made up names. So I'm Spider Man. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I didn't like the "Let Scooby Do This" joke either. I didn't that like was bad. Th- that one landed like. A, yeah, I mean, maybe yeah, in the movie it'll it'll be better context. But yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe Scooby Doo is there. Maybe, <laughs> but like maybe it's, it's like in the maybe in the context of like Doctor Strange is just fed up with having to try to or like he's Use wrangle these, these teenagers. teenagers. He's trying to wrangle these teens, or maybe that he's. He's trying to talk hip with. He's doing the how do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, see that would thing work. Yeah, with with those three, and he's overshooting it by saying like <laughs> what he thinks is hip lingo. That would be funny. That but, would be great. Yeah, but out of context, it, it was not funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, that was the Spider-Man trailer. We have a couple other trailers we wanted to talk about. Um, this next one, I just showed uh, you, Cody. This is going to be fun to dance around this, for the radio. This is. Which is kind of why I wrote it on the board. Good. I like a challenge. <laughs> so Hulu is doing a pseudo biopic pseudo biopic based around uh tommy lee and pamela anderson and if you were alive in the 90s and early 2000s you know what the specifically one specific the 90s. thing is <laughs> yeah. from the that 90s and 2000s that they that they are famous for that is not baywatch and or motley crew being the drummer for motley <laughs> crew uh, it looks like it is a heightened reality um, comedy based off of this, starring um, Sebastian Stan, who was uh, <laughs> a Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier. Yeah. as Tommy Lee, and um, oh, was it Lily Allen? Is uh, that Lily Lily Collins? I'll look it up. Yeah, you'll look it up. But uh, it also has Nick Offerman and Seth Rogen as the two guys that kind of. Um, they are involved in this whole thing. <laughs> Lily James, Lily we were James. Both wrong. Wow, we were both way off. Lily James, but um, it looks hilarious. Yeah, it I, looks really funny. I love this scuzzy Nick Offerman. Like <laughs> they have like gnarly bad hair yeah. and like yeah. I mean, it was the nineties. Well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> it it looks funny and it looks like in it. They said it was uh, written and directed by the guys who did I, Tanya, Which that was a fantastic movie. Which was movie. legitimately very good. Also, uh, Lily James, in the, she is almost unrecognizable <laughs> in the Pamela Anderson makeup. I mean, I kind of felt the same way with um, Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana in oh, Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. I did not realize that was her. She, uh, yeah. I really want to watch that movie. I think I, it looks really I kinda good. I kind of do, too. Yeah, I kind of do too. But yeah, um, I I don't remember the release date. I guess for this, this is like the year for I think it might for be biopics. Out. Oh no, the you yeah. know what? No, the Pam and Tommy thing is twenty twenty two. So next oh, okay. year. Okay, so we but got some time. It's, it's, we on got that some one. time. Do you think you think they'll include the part where he steers the boat? <laughs> We're dancing. We're yeah. dancing close. <laughs> We're dancing close to the fire. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this looks good. The third trailer. I didn't watch this trailer, so maybe you guys can talk a little about, bit about it. I didn't watch it either. Okay. It's, there's not a lot, it's, honestly. It's, it's, it's the live action short. Halo. Yeah, it's finally off the ground. Yeah. And into space. They've been talking about doing a live action Halo project for so Probably long. since the last Halo game. No. God, no. Even before then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they've been talking about doing a live action Halo since like the end of the Xbox 360. And and Spielberg has been attached to it this whole time, I guess. Yeah. Spielberg is like a huge nerd. Like, yeah. he's oh, yeah. way into this stuff. Like, all this stuff. And, I'm like, and, that's, and that's cool. I'm like, okay. I mean, it, it, I guess it works out because the new Halo game just came out. Yes. It, like, surprise launched the multiplayer a couple days ago. Mm. Which is the big thing that yeah, most people play Halo yeah, for. That's what people sure. want. Sure. I mean, it's like any other on any other shooter in this modern age. It's people really. Yeah, it could have a good story, but people just really want to play online. Now the question is: with the Halo live action trailer, will we get Chris Pratt as the voice of John Halo, <laughs> or or um, Cortana? <laughs> Why not both? Yeah, just talking to himself. Yeah. Who is voicing John Halo, man? Oh, I mean, it could just be the guy that does it in the game. I don't they know. would never do that. I don't know anything about Halo. If, I, if they're not getting, uh, oh, it's a TV series. Oh, it's a series. Uh, cool. It's on. Yeah, it's going to be on Paramount Plus too. Oh, so places. I won't watch it. Yeah. Master Chief is a guy named Pablo Schraber. He was in a series called Defending Jacob. A movie called The Devil Has a Name. Oh, he's in Orange Is the New Black for nineteen episodes. Oh, he's Mad Sweeney in American Gods. He was I in a movie called that. First Man. He's in a movie called Skyscraper is with it the, the Rock. <laughs> oh, oh yes, the one where he where the Rock has a peg leg. Oh, it's not Skyscraper, the movie with Anna Nicole. No, <laughs> no, it's not that one. No, this was this was just as dumb. It's the Rock <laughs> who has to fight his way. He's an architect who has to fight his way up to the top of the skyscraper, and also he has a prosthetic leg. And oh yes, he does get his prosthetic leg caught on a girder outside of the skyscraper and is dangling by his 
his peg leg by his while, own prosthetic, by leg. His own prosthetic pr- prosthetic leg while his prosthetic leg is slowly detaching from his body <laughs> like the velcro straps are coming loose and oh no is the rock gonna fall guess what no he doesn't <laughs> spoilers for spoiler skyscraper. spoiler i saved you two hours you're welcome <laughs> and the other one with anna nicole smith is if you ever watched Die Hard, but wished that John McClane was Anna Nicole Smith, well, that's <laughs> what that movie is. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got some quick hits here. Uh, actually, we have a couple more trailers, but we're just going to go fly through them real quick. Book of Boba Fett, this trailer's been out for a while. Looks good. Yeah, I, I thought it was a little boring. Yeah. Like, not a lot happened in this trailer. I guess save it for the show, I guess. Save it for the show. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's, you know, it's Star Wars The Godfather. Yeah. I guess yeah, that's what gets, I don't like mafia stuff. Mm. And that's probably what has me going, eh, about this. Because I love Boba Fett. Yeah. He's the coolest guy in the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but something about this trailer just had me... It's not just not quite clicking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is something called 8-Bit Christmas. Which is about the Christmas the Nintendo came out. Yeah, it it's, looks like Christmas Story, but instead of a BB gun, it's a Nintendo. And instead of being in the late 40s, early 50s, it's the 80s. And Neil Patrick Harris is involved. And Neil Patrick Harris is, a, is an unre- unreliable narrator because he yeah. keeps making things... Uh, hyping them up a little more than they should be and it's <laughs> affecting the reality of the story that he's telling which is kind of interesting but i will let you guys in on a little tiny secret i can't stand the christmas story oh i know that i, yeah. I know you don't like christmas story. yeah well this is for new listeners then i can't stand the christmas story and i watched the trailer for this and was like no <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm good i love christmas story and this to me feels like an insincere modern retelling Copycat. of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it almost feels like the Home Alone the third one? The no, the new one. Oh. The sixth one, the one that just came out. The one that has the kid from Jojo Rabbit in it. Yeah. And also uh Buzz is back as Officer Buzz McAllister. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it actually ties into it's in the canon with movie. the original too. Uh when the kid gets home left at home, home and alone. The, when the kid gets home alone and the burglars come in for the first time, he's like scares the burglars off like multiple times. The first time he calls the cops and Buzz picks up the phone and dismisses it because he he hangs up the phone. I watched the scene. I haven't watched the whole movie, but I watched the scene. He he essentially tells his partner, "Yeah, my brother owns McAllister Home Security. He pranks me every Christmas. He calls me every year saying that someone's been left at home alone. Oh, that's uh, dumb. Yeah. That's 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 Wait, pretty So that's the thing that Kevin does when he grows up, he does he, home he security. Becomes a home, he he does home security. He should have uh, grown up a broken paranoid man. Yeah. <laughs> like living like in a bunker in the yeah, woods. Exactly. That's where I would have went, but then then it wouldn't be, you know, a million dollar blockbuster. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is back in the good graces with Marvel, I guess. Yeah, I guess. There was some kind of American Something. cinema awards thing for Scarjo and Kevin Feige, is that Feige? Is that Feige, for, yeah. It was there and said that they're working with her on something, some MCU-related but not Black Widow-related project that Scarlett Johansson's also producing. So apparently that's all water under the bridge now. I mean, maybe she's executive producer on a seri- on a uh, Disney Plus series that ties in with black widow but not her black widow or yeah. or maybe they're gonna gamora this thing and have an earlier version of black I widow no they wouldn't they, I, they said it wasn't black widow related though. okay they okay so then yeah it could be anything then and that's that's cool i mean i'm glad that uh disney threw enough money at scarlett johansson to get her say to we're not, sorry <laughs> Yeah. To to not be mad anymore, and they put aside their differences over Baby fat come stacks. Back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we're running kind of close on time, so this Activision Blizzard thing might have to wait until next week. 
I'm sure between now and next week there's no, going to be there's going to be something oh, yeah. else. It, it's, but been, just, it's been an ever evolving thing since just, forever. Just know that we're keeping an eye on this story. There are some crazy things going on with the World of Warcraft folks. It's slash Call of Duty folks. It's slash getting, everything. It's getting worse. It's leaking into the Activision part now. It is. Like. <laughs> so yeah, we're keeping an eye on it. Um, there was a, a trailer preview reel sort of thing for a new Earthworm Jim animated series, which is kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, I thought the series was basically dead and forgotten at this point. And maybe it should be. <laughs> it was definitely of its time. Yeah. I, I love Earthworm Jim. It I, was one of my favorites when I was a kid. I love, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the games. I and do. It was. It was big there for a while. Like, wasn't there a cartoon? Oh, there yeah. was a cartoon with Dan Castanoletta, like Homer Simpson, as the voice of Earthworm Jim, uh, along with you know all your other voice actors and from Jim, the from yeah. the nineties Saturday mean, morning cartoons. Yeah, Jim yeah. Cummings was in Jim, it. Jim Cummings and Maurice LaMarche, and I'm sure um, Rob Paulson was yeah. there. Because Rob Paulson does everything. Rob Paulson does everything. Oh, by the way, new season of Animaniacs is amazing. Oh, really? Oh, good. Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. Cool. But have you noticed that Rob Paulson's voice acting sounds weird? Like it's recorded somewhere else at a lower quality? Really? Oh, I have not. You, I have not. Now noticed. you will, because he sounds weird. Yakko sounds weird. Every time he talks, it sounds a little muffled, like, because they probably did it remotely for they everybody. Probably, yeah. But you can tell with his for some reason. Well, that's weird because he has a podcast. Yeah, you would think. You would he think would he have would have a good, like... Audio setup. Audio setup, but eh, who knows. Anyway, this Earthworm Jim, I like Earth... I love Earthworm Jim. I'm happy to see him come back. I put Earthworm Jim actually kind of up there near the tick because they kind of had... At it's the very time, similar. Very it similar kind of similar kind energy. Of and this... This trailer did not have that manic energy that I love so much about Earthworm Jim. It didn't feel right. They ma- they made him see like seem like a Hollywood jerk. The only thing that could save this is if that was intentional for this trailer, but the show itself is it's going to be, be wild. cranked up, or it's a mockumentary style thing where it bounces back and forth between wacky, crazy things that he's doing in space and cutting to him talking to a an camera, interv- a camera trying to you know. Being like, oh, yes, I saved the day and it was very, it went very smoothly because I am the best. And it cuts to him like screaming and running around and <laughs> things are on fire. That I think would work. And I think that would fit in the tone for Earthworm Jim. Jim has always struck me as a character that has a lot of nervous energy because he was yes. once a lowly worm. Yeah. Who fell into a suit. Yeah. So he doesn't know what's going on. The only other thing I could think is. If this is a continuation, if it's not just a new series, but if it's a continuation of the adventures of Earthworm Jim, where at this point he's been in the suit for a very long time and he no longer has that nervous energy, like he's saved the day enough times that he's like, he's got that cocky bravado. I am kind of the best. I know that cow's coming from the first level. Yeah. I know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but no, I want to see a lot of the uh, the ancillary characters from Earthroom Jim. I want Psycho. I want uh, Queen Slug for a butt. <laughs> I always Princess like, What's-Her-Name. Like, Dan Castellaneta is great, mm-hmm. but I always like the voice acting form in the game better, where he had kind of a southern twang to his yeah. voice. Yeah. Because he's like a worm from the ground. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're not going to get Dan Castellaneta, then do that, please. Yeah, do like a little, like a Southern <laughs> kind of thing. Who knows what'll happen? We got to talk about multiverses. We don't have a lot of time, but we very quick, hit this but one. there's not much to talk about it. It looks like jank. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers is doing a Smash Brothers because they saw Nickelodeon doing it. Yep. And they're, they've pulled some of the weirdest characters into it. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. I'm, I'm glad. And to Harley see, Quinn. I'm, and yeah, Harley Quinn. I'm glad to see Wonder Woman in a video game because she's surprisingly unrepresented in video games she is (laughs) even though she's been around was like really popular in the 70s you'd think they would have made an atari game yeah you would think but no but along with that is um steven universe and uh garnet yep and let's see here uh tom and jerry tom and as like one character which is good. That's, that's fine. That's good. Yeah. Um, Arya Stark. Arya, from Arya Game Stark. Of animated Arya Stark. Um, did we say Bugs Bunny? We did not nope. say Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. And Daffy. Daffy's in it? I didn't see Daffy. I didn't see Daffy. Oh. Yeah, no, I just saw Bugs. And um, Finn and Jake. 
Finn and yeah. Jake. They're separate characters. And Shaggy do, yeah. doing Super Saiyan moves because that was a funny joke. That was the joke one time. Yeah, that's, yep. that's definitely a funny enough joke to warrant an entire character in a game mm. and neglecting all of the history that that character has. Also, all the characters yeah. kind of have like that, especially the Arya Stark one, have like that Disney Infinity kind of look to them. They all have a very similar art style to it. Um, the animations themselves look very choppy and kind of low quality. I am. They, they weren't as choppy as the Nickelodeon. That's game true. Is. No, I'll give you that. And they have voice acting. Yeah. Yeah. It it definitely looks like a step up from the Nickelodeon game, but it still doesn't look right. It or doesn't good. look right or good. It looks it looks like a mobile game, and it's not. And it's not. That's the thing. And they're apparently putting all their eggs in the hardcore gamer basket because it's not coming out on switch which begs the question if it's not coming out on switch why does it look like that yeah (laughs) do it right my only my only thought is there have been rumors that nether realms the folks who do mortal Kombat, they're putting together some kind of 3v3 or 2v2 um marvel versus capcom style battler battler kind of like uh power rangers um battle for the grid battle for the grid um, or like I said, Marvel versus Capcom, and that maybe this game is a test run, if not a test run, something to just kind of tide people over until this new game is made. And that, because and it could be, yeah. could have been slapped together because they saw Nickelodeon do it and go, oh crap, our uh, our big one is going to be a, is still a year and a half out. We can't show anything about this. Let's take some assets and throw into a game real quick. And let's make it work. I can't see NetherRealm making a game that has Finn and Jake and Steven Universe in it. If they do it, it's going to be like all the uh, R-rated Warner Brothers characters. It's going to be all the the movie characters that are in Mortal Kombat. It's going to be like that. Ed Boon loves um, uh, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. He (laughs) loves that meme. He posted on his Twitter all the time. That might be in it then. Yeah. <laughs> um I did one thing I did notice and I thought was kind of funny in the uh in the video for it when Bugs Bunny gets uh smashed out or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a little thing in the like when he smashed out it says that's all folks. Uh that is kind of funny. I also like that it has a focus on co-op play cuz mm-hmm. at least that makes it different than Smash Brothers. A little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And plus, you know, Kevin Conroy is doing Batman. So it always- doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, Kevin Conroy is like 80 years old. Yeah. So, all right. So we have actually hit time. So we'll go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com or give us a call at 586-372-8020. Leave us a message and we might play it on this show. Let us know who uh, you want to see in, in this Warner Brothers fighting game. Sure, why not? I I don't know. Lord of the Rings characters. Freakazoid. Those are both very good ones. I, I like both of those. I mean, if you got the Game of Thrones in there, you're going to have the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Might well, as well. Gandalf will show up exactly when he means to. <laughs> as a DLC. <laughs> <laughs> You can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. And finally, I would like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Uh, be, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs>